welcome to the Mindful Living Podcast. I'm your host, Athea Davis. Are you ready to become the person everyone loves, including yourself? Imagine being filled with purpose, joy, and focused energy every single day. I guide kids to gain their inner calm and adults to spark their inner child. Each week, I will give you fun, practical, and relatable, mindfully infused inspiration, insights, and information that you can directly apply in your life, family, and school or business. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to Mindful Living with me, your host, Athea Davis. You are listening to episode 52, What to Do When You Are Overwhelmed. Hmm. I know that anyone living out in the world today, whether you are young or older or in between, you are feeling that pressure, that overwhelm. And so I want to give you some quick tips to help you navigate that feeling of overwhelm. It is something I certainly struggle with quite often, and I'm learning, and I'm growing, and I'm really trying to get better at not stacking my day, my calendar with all the things. I mean, I'm a goal getter kind of gal. That's just me. That's my personality. And and if that's not you, hey, totally fine. Each person is unique, amazing, and different. And sometimes I think I can do all the things and I just go and I go and I will literally run out of gas. I know. Not the best way to operate our day or our life. So some things that I'm learning because I'm thinking, you know, I've been just navigating so much stuff at school on the things that I do outside of school in my personal life and my personal life with my family. And I'm thinking, I'm going to do all of it. I mean, my middle name is Wonder Woman. I'm kidding you guys, but I love Wonder Woman so much. And so I really struggle with this, and I hope that you find some value in this episode here on episode 52 of Mindful Living with Athea Davis. You get me all to yourself today, and so it's just really in the center of my mind and my world because I am practicing all the things that I'm going to share with you today. So this is a bit of a quick episode. I uh, I hope you do enjoy. So let's just dive right in. So when you are overwhelmed, you here are some signs. So first of all, you may not even know that you're overwhelmed because you are running on adrenaline and you just ha- it hasn't caught up with you yet. So some signs that you may be overwhelmed is that your thinking is really disorganized meaning that you just have a hard time collecting your thoughts, putting them together. Maybe your creative juices just aren't flowing. You are just disorganized in your thinking. Maybe even that you're forgetting a lot. Now, some of us out there probably forget things and that just may be the nature of who we are. And I'm talking about you're just forgetting an awful lot outside of the norm. 
Another sign that you are overwhelmed is that you have an inability to focus. You have so many things on your list, on your plate, that you're trying to do them all and you're not doing them well at all. So you're trying to do all the things and you're only putting a little bit of your focus on some of those things. And so you're just not able to focus. And another sign, so this is a fourth sign, is, and this is not extensive. These are just some things that I know that happen to me when I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I'm actually creating this reality, which is even crazier, you guys. So if you're out there feeling overwhelmed, we have control over how, you know, to take back our time and our centeredness, our groundedness, you know, that place where we feel good. We feel a little stress is good, a little pressure is good, but too much of a good thing is not a good thing. So the fourth one here on the on the signs that you may be overwhelmed is you just can't seem to get anything done, right? Because you can't focus and you're forgetting and your thinking is disorganized. I know we've all been there and, and typically... Like what is was is happening in the in the brain, and I won't go into all the specifics on the neuroscience part, but it just happens to correlate, not correlate. I was like, what is that c word? <laughs> correspond. It just happens to correspond with a big lesson that I'm working with my kiddos on at school. So for those of you that don't know me or just now tuning in. I am a mindfulness educator, and so I work with all ages, and one of the things that we're talking about in terms of content, so we have the practice of mindfulness, and then we have the content piece, that social and emotional learning piece with a mindfulness edge, a twist, however you want to see it, but we're learning about different parts of the brain. And when our thinking is disorganized, typically we have some parts of the brain that aren't really working together. And that typically is the newest part of the brain uh, that has evolved over all of these years that we've been on this great, big, beautiful planet Earth is the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala. So the prefrontal cortex is where we do all of our thinking and organization, all of our planning, all of that stuff that we have to do to think and get things done. And our amygdala is responsible for our emotions, for keeping us safe, for alerting of, you know, us of danger, etc. So oftentimes those two parts of the brain are just not communicating at all, or we might be stuck in in the amygdala mode. We're just on high alert, feeling like, you know, all the things that are coming our way are alerting our amygdala that like we are in danger, we're not safe, we are stressed, we're overwhelmed, we're just completely disorganized. That part of the brain's not really communicating with the prefrontal cortex. It's just offline. I often refer to these as for the amygdala, the red zone, and the prefrontal cortex as the green zone. Just an easy way to remember because amygdala, red zone, it's like red, high alert. Uh, Oftentimes when we get in that state, it's like, oh wait, stop. Let's, Let's stop all things. And in fact, the number one thing that I suggest when, when you are in this zone of, of overwhelm, right? I gave you the signs that you just stop everything. 
you just stop, (laughs) literally. And actually, there is a mindfulness tool. It's a mindfulness breath. So here's an acronym for you that you can use and you can use if you're in the classroom or you're leading staff or you're a parent at home, you can use this acronym. So when you notice that you are in the state of overwhelm, you can stop. In the acronym, you can take a few deep breaths. I wasn't even going to talk about mindfulness breath, you guys. This just came up. So how about that? Um, flowing right in the moment with some things uh, that just come up. And I just want to share because it just totally makes sense, right? So the acronym is literally just means stop. S means stop. And the T means take a few breaths. And the O just means observe. So when you stop, right in your tracks, whether you're sitting in a chair, you are on your feet standing, and you just stop and you realize, whoa, I need a minute. And you stand firm in your feet. You sit firm and tall if you're in a seated position. And you just observe how you feel after you take a few deep mindful breaths. Remember to be mindful. It's long, slow, deep inhale through the nose. Long, slow, deep breath out of the nose or mouth. You really want to breathe super deep. Notice how you feel. So that, oh, observe. And then the P just means that you can proceed with some more awareness. How about that? So literally, you just stop everything. So all the things that you think you have to get done in that moment or that day, you stop. And you can couple that with taking a mindful breath and using that acronym STOP. That can help you help your brain signal that you're not in a space where all the parts of your brain are working together, especially your red and green zone. Remember, I talked about that. Green zone, your prefrontal cortex, your red zone, your amygdala. And they're just not communicating properly. And so you're not feeling balanced. You're not feeling grounded. So once you stop everything, then you really need to prioritize what really matters and focus on the most important thing. And I love using the quadrant method. You can likely Google this, but I got this from Steve Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Is that what it is? Oh, I've read that forever ago, but you can look it up. It's the, um, if you just probably Google Steve Covey's quadrant method, I'm sure that this chart will come out, this quadrant you'll you'll see, and it, it's helped me organize things a lot of times. I use it quite often, but especially in my moments of overwhelm. So essentially, if you draw, you know, across a, a T-shape, or not really a T, yeah, a T shape or cross shape, however you want to look at it, and put box, you know, box it in, draw your four quadrants there. And on the top, you put on the top left hand corner, important, the top right hand corner, not important. And then on the side of your quadrant, on, on the top, you put urgent, on the bottom, you put not urgent. And so you start looking at what is important and urgent and what is not important and urgent and what's important and not urgent and what's not important, not urgent. So here's a quick tip. If it's not urgent and not important, get rid of it. And oftentimes we fill our schedules up with this a lot. So it really helps you identify and understand, okay, you think you have all this to do? Let's really understand and analyze what's going on here. So after you take your mindfulness breath, you use that acronym, you are charting out this quadrant uh, in a notebook, piece of paper, however you want to do it. 
Yes, take the time to do this. I promise you it will help you get clear in your thinking so you can get through what you do need to get done. So you want to take those things off your list that are not important, not urgent. Get rid of them. And you really want to focus some time on the things that are important and not urgent. Yes, you heard me. The things that are important but not urgent. So you may have some deadlines like, and it may fall in urgent and important and you want to take care of that. And you may have some things that you just got to take care of that are urgent, but not important. So you got to figure out, okay, what, where do those fit in your quadrant? And once you know your deadlines and can prioritize those in the top two, the important and urgent and the not important and urgent, I want you to really focus on what's important and not urgent. And usually those are things like developing yourself, self-care, taking a yoga class, you know, um, doing things where, you, uh, you know, having a moment of meditation, taking a quick walk if you're at school or the office or before your next class, before a big meeting. Take those two minutes. Don't waste your time. So again, prioritize all the things that you have going on by using the four quadrants. And you can find this, I, I read about it years ago when I read Steve Covey's book, The The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. I think that's what it's called. I haven't read it in forever. But you know, it's close enough to the title. And you can Google that and you can chart out all the things that you have going on so you can really understand how you're going to move forward because sometimes a lot of things are coming your way. You're an educator or a leader, a parent that happens and you've got to put it in, in a way, you know, in a format where you can understand what am I going to do? What's the most important thing? Sometimes you don't know that, but this quadrant method will really help you do that and do not underestimate the power of the important, not urgent quadrant. That is where you are going to put some time. In fact, sometimes you really have to start that first. That maybe like stop, for instance, and and taking a few mindful breaths. It's not, it's important and it may not seem to you urgent in that moment, but it will help you get clear enough to get back to what you may need to get done that day or the next day or that week in the important and urgent quadrant. Okay, so once you've done that, I mean, here, you know, it's like you're creating a list where you can eliminate some quick items first, right? So that's essentially what you're doing when you get rid of all the things in the not important, not urgent category, get rid of that. And then you're really going to focus on what matters. And that's going to give you some momentum, give you some confidence, give you some energy back to take care of the things that really, really matter. Okay, so once you do that, I want you to take it when you can. Sometimes a deadline's a deadline. You got to push through it. And there are some things that we create that are not deadlines. I mean, <laughs> they're deadlines, but we create these deadlines. And, and if that's the case and you can get it done the next day or in the next couple of days, I want you to take a long break. And I want you to go out and take a forest bath. I love this phrase and it's something I learned from Ryan Holiday and his book on stillness. If you don't have the book, go check it out. Short book. I love it. I love the stories that he shares about other leaders and ancient practitioners that have practiced stillness in a lot of ways and how they are able to incorporate it into their daily lives, even in all the crazy busy stuff. 
But I love, I love nature. I love being outside. It's super healing. And I love this term, a forest bath, right? So find a place, a city park. If you have trails near you where there are trees, great. If you can't get to it at that moment, just try to get in some grass and walk laps. Just try to you know, and I get it. Like maybe you're in a neighborhood, you're on a sidewalk where there's concrete. All right, fine. Hopefully there's some trees. But if you can, if you can get to a city park where there are a lot of trees and trails, I want you to go there and I want you to take a walk. And I just want you to to leave your technology and all the things, all the information, leave it aside. Because a lot of times we're feeling overwhelmed because of the amount of information coming in and coming our way. And we're just like, whoa, I can't take any more information. And what do we do? A lot of times we'll get on social media and say, well, let me just have a mindful moment on social. No, you're actually feeding your brain more information. So when you're out there on social media, it can be really great, but I want you to be intentional. Don't do it as your default. So make sure that you're out there taking a long break. (laughs) You know, do what you can. You know your schedule. You know what you can do. And, uh, you know, take a forest bath. Think about it. We shower ourselves and cleanse ourselves with soap and water. This is a different kind of bath where you're just out in nature and you're just allowing, you know, all the things, the breeze, the trees, the sound of nature to clear your mind, to clear your body, to clear your heart. I promise it's going to feel great. All right. So that is number three, like what to do when you are overwhelmed. Number four is sleep. And this is oftentimes the first one that we take off. We're like, I've got to get this done. I've done that sometimes. I'm so much better about protecting my sleep now. If I don't get it done, there's this part in me that thinks I can, like, it's the Wonder Woman part of me. It's really great. There's a side that's great and I can move through things, get some things done, meet my goals. But on the, on the dark side of that, I can push beyond my edge and not take care of myself. I know. I I have been guilty of that many times, but I'm much better, much more aware because I have a lot of things going on, like I said. And so lately I've been really protective of my sleep. I'm an early riser, not by, I'm not by nature. I mean, by nature, I guess, but I really, I I set my clock for 4 a.m. every day to make sure I have my own stillness time so I can be prepared to you know, lead my team and be with my students. It's really important to me. So I've got to get to sleep in plenty of time and make sure that if whatever is not done and there's no, you know, deadline that I absolutely have to meet, then I'm going to get my rest. And you want to make sure you're getting good rest. And if my husband is listening to this episode, he is just going to die right now by me saying this. Y'all, he introduced me to blackout curtains. And I remember saying, no, I love light in my room and all this stuff. And, you know, shine you know, shine bright. I love my light. I love my sparkle. But here's the thing. Uh, blackout curtains are amazing. And if you don't have them, get some. They block out the light and can really help you get into that deep, deep sleep. And make sure that you put your electronics away at least an hour before you are going to sleep. 
I'm pretty good at this. Sometimes I'm not, just depending on what's going on that evening. But I really try to be intentional. Not every day is perfect, but I'm, I, it's one that I really, really try for. And, uh, and number five is take a technology fast. Sometimes that may be half a day. It may be certain times of the day. It may be a full day or it may be more. But with so much information coming our way, and especially if you're feeling disorganized in your thinking and you're, you're not able to focus, you can't get anything done, do not allow the pull, the allure of social media to bring you into... Uh, you know, into the social media world. Do not allow that to happen because that's more information. It will cause you more uh, distraction and just more like it will increase your inability, your, uh, you know, your inability to focus. You don't want to do that. So take a technology fast. (laughs) It's so good. It's so, so good. Even if you can do it for a few hours, half a day or a day. I know you think you got to have your phone, your computer by you, but I promise this will be great. It, you'll love it. So I told you in the beginning that this was going to be a real quick episode. I wanted to share with you guys. I am walking through this with you. So if you're like, I'm overwhelmed too, I'm going to try it. Let me know how these are working for you. DM me, follow me on social at Athea Davis, A-T-H-E-A-D-A-V-I-S, at Athea Davis, I'm there on all the platforms, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. I'm on TikTok, but I've been kind of fasting from that for a while. I need to do a new video and always open to new ideas. But follow me there. Let me know how you're doing. Send me an email. Uh, Leave me a rate and review. Let me know what you think of this show. This, uh, well, the show in general for sure, but this episode 52, what to do when you are overwhelmed Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you are learning to minimize all the information coming your way, and I just want to give you a quick recap on the signs that you are overwhelmed. We talked about you could be showing that you're disorganized in your thinking, you're forgetting a whole lot, much more than you usually do, inability to focus, and you just can't seem to get anything done. So here are my tips to help you navigate overwhelm. I literally want you to stop everything that you're doing. And remember that acronym I taught you. It's a mindful breathing tool. It's an acronym called STOP. You can use it for yourself. You can use it for your students, your staff, all the people in your life. Remember, that means stop, take a few breaths, a few mindful breaths, observe on the inside how you feel, and then proceed with awareness. And then after that, I want you to prioritize using Steve Covey's four quadrant method. And remember, those are the four quadrants. I went through that in detail. I won't go through that in detail again. So you can rewind here, go back and listen to that again. And you can Google that if you want to you know, find the quadrant so you can have a visual there and, and, you know, create a list where you can eliminate some of those quick items first. So you can get some momentum going, some confidence back. Like, yeah, you can get through some things that feel good, you know, emotion, that little dopamine hit that you get when you feel like you accomplished something. And then number three, take a long break and a long forest bath. Remember, a forest bath is just a hike in nature, a walk in nature, go to a city park, get in some trees. It'll feel amazing. Number four is sleep. This is the thing we often don't want to do because we think we have so much going on, but I want you to sleep and I want you to get some good sleep. 
And number five, take a technology fast. Get off your phone, get off social media, don't look at it, whether it's an, you know a few hours, a half a day. I really recommend if all you can do is half a day, do half a day. It, you know, go a day, go a whole week, just get off for a little while and notice how you feel. And I really do think, because I do these practices too, when I'm feeling overwhelmed and really disorganized in my thinking, I do all the things that I share. I hope you found value in this episode 52. Thank you all out there for listening, for always tuning in. I love you. I'm voting your victory. Please screenshot your favorite episode and share it out there on your favorite social media platform and tag me at Athea Davis and use the hashtag mindful living podcast. That's with one L. And don't forget to just take a moment to subscribe to Mindful Living with Athea Davis on iTunes so you can make sure that you are up to date on all the episodes that are coming out. And make sure to leave a quick rate and review. I so, so appreciate it. And and I'm loving you. I'm voting your victory. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. Practice my five tips. Do a little check-in to see if you are in overwhelm or you're about to be in overwhelm and go through these. Let me know how they're working for you. And until next time, have an amazing, awesome sauce day. Thank you for listening to episode 52 here on Mindful Living with Athea Davis. And I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Living Podcast with me, your host, Athea Davis. Think of me as your extra sparkly, good vibes, and no-nonsense guide, reminding you to take intentional action and choose to be the person today you want to become tomorrow. The world needs your sparkle, your joy, your gifts in action. Speaking of, I have a free gift for all my podcast listeners. Go now and subscribe to my email list and get your free health and wellness guide, Awesome Sauce Insights, at soulsenseyoga.com. And take a moment to rate and review my podcast on iTunes or wherever you may find yourself listening to Mindful Living with Athea Davis. I truly appreciate your time and feedback so I can continue to deliver valuable content to each of you. Until next time, have an awesome sauce day, friends.